Hello and welcome to You Are Good Enough. This is your host, Kimberly Bell. Welcome. Today, I'm talking about what unworthiness may look like. This could be a mindset. This could be something that we're doing. And most of the time, it's unconscious. But it does tell us a lot about how we feel about ourselves. So if I feel unworthiness, then I'm probably feeling as though I'm a victim in life. Right? I'm feeling like I'm powerless and that life just keeps happening to me and that I don't have choices. And that's a difficult way to live and to go through life because every day we just don't know what we're going to face, right? And we're worried. And that's from such a fear-based program that we're living from. Another thing that we may be doing in our lives is an out of balance with people-pleasing. Maybe that's my goal in every, every day with people in my work environment, my home environment, you know, my family environment, friends. When it's out of balance and when we constantly are looking to make other people happy, do things for other people so they can acknowledge us, that's giving them our power to make a choice about what they're going to do with that, right? Whether they're going to respond to make me feel good, like I'm happy I did that for them, or... Maybe they aren't going to say thank you the way I want them to and then I get upset. So then I get disappointed in the outcome of that. There's a lot attached to when our focus goes on making other people happy constantly. So I'm suggesting it's great to do something for somebody. But what I suggest we do is we do it because we honestly just want to do that for somebody. And we give away, we give it away free. We don't have attachments to act the way I want you to now so that I can feel good, right? It's kind of like, you know what? I love you. I care about you. This is what I'm doing. I hope it, I hope it made you feel good. So make, you know, uh, take a look at your people pleasing. Negative self-talk. Negative self-talk is something that I used to do a lot. I actually, all of these things I'm talking about um, have been really big in my life. Negative self-talk though can bring us down. It's something that can happen all the time, but we don't quite hear the conversation in the voice, right? Hear what we're saying to ourselves. And we don't always hear the words that we're actually speaking to ourselves either. So that is something that if we can become aware of and all these things, if we can become aware of these things that are unconscious for the most part, then we can change them. And then we can start feeling better about ourselves. These are just some small ways. You know, now when it comes to self-talk, like I used to say, oh, Kim, you're so stupid. Why do you always do these things? Whatever my conversation was, you know, now it's, I mean, I don't typically get that upset, you know, about things often. I mean, things happen in life, but I'm not screaming at myself because I knocked something over. <laughs> or if I'm like, you know, white knuckles on the steering wheel because I'm late for an appointment, I know that it's all going to be fine in the end. So I'm not holding myself to that same degree that I used to. Now, if if something comes out of my mouth, it's, it's kind of like, you know what, Kim, you're doing the best you can. So you could take whatever you're saying, pick the one thing and actually just make it more of a neutral thing or more of a supportive thing. Like, you know, you're talking to yourself like you would a friend. Another mindset is focusing on what's wrong. A lot of us tend to Focus on things that aren't right. This was huge for me in, you know, years ago in my relationship. I can remember always feeling as though we had so many issues and we had to fix all of them or I just wasn't going to be able to sleep at night. <laughs> and I remember this so clearly. You know, now I realize that we still would have had issues, but I certainly wouldn't have felt as anxiety, so much anxiety and stress from the whole thing because I know that it either 
works itself out and we come together and we work it out together or you know we make different choices right in our life but what i want to stress here is when we focus on what's wrong in our lives it is absolutely impossible to see what's right in our life if we're constantly focused on things that are negative we can't see the positive of what's happening in our lives and that goes towards our relationships with ourselves. it goes towards our relationships with other people you cannot see the flowers if you're always focused on the clouds that are above your head so those are a few uh, points that i want to make there uh, the other one i want to throw out is unable to receive a compliment i used to be unable to receive a compliment and it used to be almost painful i can remember distinctly somebody offering me a compliment and i wouldn't be able to look at them in their eyes i would like you know blink my eyes and look away i'd say thank you but i didn't believe it and now you know what i really appreciate it. I don't have that weird, awkward feeling thing that I used to have anymore. I take it in. Maybe I don't always feel equally, you know, as the other person about whatever I'm being complimented on, but, but yeah, I, I'm proud of myself. I've done a lot of great things. I've turned my life completely around and it's, it gives us a lot of confidence in our lives when we can actually overcome and move forward and become the person we choose we want to be. The person that we're we can be proud of and i'm a work in progress <laughs> yeah whatever it is that i am i'm working towards things just like everybody else is but i'm able now to receive a compliment and it's it's great for the other person too because it is an energy exchange of giving and taking and when we're not able to receive that compliment we actually shortchange the person who's offering the compliment right because we know what it feels like to compliment somebody or to do something for somebody else and if they don't appreciate it We feel it and it doesn't feel good. So I try to encourage people I work with to receive the compliment and realize that they're giving the other person an opportunity to give, okay? So keep that in mind. Now I'm gonna go to the other side of these things that we've talked about. So I brought up initially feeling like I'm a victim and I'm powerless in my life. A worthy way to feel in my life about myself, about my life overall is that I always have choices and I am the creator of my life. This perspective is stepping into self-responsibility. Self-responsibility is when I realize I have choices, I have options and every moment. Even when I'm paralyzed by fear and I don't feel that's the case, if I can calm myself down in that moment, I realize that I really do have choices and I probably have more than I've realized if I take time to really look at it. When it comes to people pleasing, now I find a balance with others in giving and receiving. Instead of, and I was a people pleaser, But instead of living my life to do that, and most of the time it was just because I wanted, personally, I just wanted to be appreciated, right? And that's what I grew up learning how to do. So that's what I continue doing. But now I, you know, I've got pretty healthy boundaries for myself and everything's in balance and I do give without attachment for the most part. And I allow others to do for me and it is an exchange. And when I start to feel like my relationships are getting one-sided, which maybe some of us can relate to, then I make a choice to kind of let the universe work that out. Maybe my relationship isn't as big in my life as it used to be because I don't feel like there's a balance there between the giving and the receiving. 
And you'll know what that feels like for you. Now I talk to myself, right? Like I'm more of my friend. I realize that happiness is not somebody else's job. My happiness, my personal happiness is not on somebody else. My personal happiness is on me. It is my responsibility. Here's the self-responsibility part, right? It's my responsibility for myself to be happy. So if I need to change my circumstances, if I need to change whatever it is in my life so that I can be happy, I do that now. I'll give you a quick example. This could be anything from working out in the gym to your relationship. Let's just use the gym because that's easy. So let's say that I'm in the gym and I'm able to, you know, lift weights and I'm able to do cardio and I'm able to do this, that, and the other. I have an elbow issue. Actually, I am dealing with a little bit of an elbow thing right now. So I can't do all the movements that I used to be able to do because why? Well, because I got to rest my elbow or it's not going to get better and it is getting better. So I know what I'm doing is actually working. However, I'm still not doing everything to the degree that I used to. Sometimes I could, I could actually get caught up in that and I could allow that to really bring me down. And I could really start to focus on that and kind of fight it, kind of resist the process. Like, no, I'm going to make my elbow work to the degree that it did last week because, you know, because I'm me and I'm going to fight through this. Well, you know, now I realize my body is part of me, right? My body is important and I need to take care of my body so that my body can have a good elbow, okay? So that when I'm 95, my elbow's still feeling pretty good. So I kind of shift my expectations in order to allow me to feel successful. So I'm giving up that resistance. I'm giving up that fight that something has to be the way it's always been because it has been. Sometimes things change, but if I'm able to acclimate and shift my perspective, right? Be more open-minded in ways I can always have success in my life, no matter what my circumstances is. And that is self-responsibility. That is setting myself up for the success that I deserve. And I know I deserve it because I'm worthy, all right? So that's a long-winded example. So these are just some ideas of how to begin the process for your personal self-responsibility, your personal worthiness, self-value, realizing that you matter, how you feel matters. And these are some ideas of what to do for yourself in order to help you begin this journey if you're not already on it. And if you are, maybe these are some that you didn't think about. Number one, be honest with yourself. Try to be honest with yourself. Try to acknowledge that. Listen to yourself, right? Trust your personal feelings and validate them. Your feelings are your internal navigation system. And let me tell you, it matters how you feel every single day. Your emotions are what drive how happy, how, how satiated you are in life. Think about that. The emotions that you experience every day. So it matters. And people who aren't able to be honest with themselves can get frustrated. Also, people who are not able to use their voice to speak up, okay? When we keep being quiet about things that aren't right for us, that make us unhappy, that don't feel right, we get frustrated. We can get frustrated with ourselves, in our workplace, our relationships, whatever it is. So a lot of times our frustrations stem from not feeling like we can actually be truthful and speak the truth. Here's another one. Uh, consider yourself first in your life decisions instead of last. I used to consider myself last in my family, but I would put every single person ahead of myself constantly. And now when it comes to a life decision, okay, I'm 
in a different life stage now. However, I know that I need to consider myself because the way I feel about the decision is really going to matter. So if you are a person who is a big part of your, you know, the if you're like the team leader in your family, instead of putting yourself last in that decision, I suggest you start keeping yourself at the forefront of that decision because most likely if you're the team leader for your family, you're the person who's going to have to deal with this decision for the most part. You know, it could be making a move for your family or getting a pet for your family or whatever, whatever that might be. Something else to keep in mind is staying in integrity with yourself. We talked about that. Staying in integrity, honoring our being honest for ourselves, acknowledging ourselves, being able to speak for ourselves, right? These things matter. Okay, another one, letting go of worrying what others may be thinking, what they, you know, the judgments that can come in. This is, man, this is a big one because oftentimes we're plagued by doing something and worrying what everybody else is gonna is gonna say or think. And I had a moment where a family member literally helped me get real clear on this one. And this family member said to me, you can't control what they think about you. You know, you can't control what they're thinking, what they're saying, the judgments, and you have no idea, right? You have no idea what they're talking about, what they're saying about you, and and you have no control over it. And as soon as I like realized that, I was able to really just let it go. So now in my life, what I do is I honestly, I'm able to make a decision. I try to make the best decision for myself, but for all who are involved. And then I let the rest go. Then the chips fall where they may because I cannot control what others are thinking. You know, the other thing is I am being the best person for myself in my life. I am a good friend. I'm a good partner. I'm, I feel like I'm a good mother. Probably not perfect. (laughs) Or actually, excuse me, I shouldn't be saying that. Um, I guess I am perfect, but you know, we're all perfect and imperfect. But I think in the universal eye, we are all perfect no matter what it is that we're doing. But we're learning, right? We're in this process of learning in life. But again, make the best decision for yourself and for all who are involved and make sure it's coming from that, you know, more of a heart-based place instead of what the ego satisfaction might be. And that's, I think, the the best way to move forward. Then you let the chips fall where they may and you let the rest go. You know what? This is your life. This isn't somebody else's life. Let them judge you if they want to. It's okay. You know what? You're living your life your way. And as long as you're solid in the decisions that you're making for you, you cannot lose. You will win every single time because it'll be a heart-based decision. And those heart-based decisions, those are the best, most sound decisions. Learning healthy boundaries with others. When you start to feel like you're given too much in a relationship, maybe it's time to talk about that. You know, maybe it's time to to look at yourself, right? What's going on? And giving up self-sacrificing behavior. That kind of goes along with not having the healthy boundaries. But I used to talk badly about myself in, you know, situations, like in conversation stuff. I would be the first one to throw myself under the bus. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I'm this. Oh, I'm that. And that's what I'm talking about. Don't do that, right? Let's realize that you are important. And if you don't feel like you're great at something, that's fine. You don't have to say it because like yourself has to hear it. It's like, you know, when you say something negative about your child in front of your child, it's real similar to that. Like you're getting the hit, even if you don't feel like you're getting the hit. And the weird thing is, is sometimes we do these things 
to try to get on the same page with other people because they, we, we think they might feel the same way, but it does not behoove you to do that. It is, it is not going to make us feel more worthy of self. Another one, responding versus react. Responding is not that quick, you know, angry, emotional, outbursty kind of thing. Respond is like taking a minute, taking a deep breath, realizing that this person is coming from their truth, right? Or their experience, if you're in a situation with another person. And if you're not, again, take a deep breath, okay? It's always less stressful to take a few breaths and respond. And you will always feel prouder of yourself if you take the high road. And if you need to speak and be honest in a moment, take a moment and do that. And always try to come from a fair and just place because that will benefit you instead of lashing out in an angry way at another person, which you will have to deal with the consequences of that. And here is the last one. Let go of past guilt and shame associated with your life. Most of the times it's, it's well, obviously it's in the past. Do not let your past define you, define who you are today. We all have things we are not proud of in our past. It's how we choose moving forward in our lives that truly matters. And that is true. We all do things in our life that we're not proud of. All of us have, right? We've all said things, done things. Oh, some people have done a lot of things. I feel like personally, we're all here. We're on our own separate journey, but we're also having this journey together. And we're learning, you know, we're learning. I've had clients tell me some really challenging things, but they needed that. They needed to get to that place to realize that their behavior needs to change, right? They needed the pain of the shame for a certain amount of time, a lot of times to help them shift and make a different choice in their life. But it doesn't serve us any good by holding on to these things forever. Make your apologies. If you can't talk to the person, write a letter, write a letter to the person. I mean, this is just one example, right? Write a letter to the person send it to them. And if you don't want to send it to them, then burn it. Get those words out on paper or speak them in a recorder. I do that. <laughs> if I can't actually talk to the person, I will do that. Do what it's going to take to help you feel solid and in integrity with yourself, because that's what matters. How you feel matters. If you have something hanging over your head, something that happened long ago with somebody in your life, make it right. There's always a way to do this. And if you don't, it's hurting you, right? Holding on to grudges and past grievances. They hurt you. They're dragging you down. Your energy is going very low. When your energy goes low, you vibrate that, right? So it's a magnet for low stuff to come back to you. It's law of attraction. It's the vibration, right? The universe has to respond. It's the genie in the bottle. The universe has to bring you what you're vibrating. So what you do, your actions matter. What you say matters. What you think matters. What you feel, it all matters. It's all energy. So I hope this was helpful. I will do another section on this. I'll do like a part two on relationships. And I hope this was helpful. I hope, I hope now you have a clear picture for what unworthiness might look like and what worthiness might look like. And that's it. Have a wonderful day and week. And I look forward to talking to you guys soon.